California's on fire. That's like a pretty safe thing to say basically every day now. Like, I don't have to check. Yeah, that's just what it does. I feel like I've made this joke before. Maybe I have. Maybe I was talking about Twitter being on fire, though, like figurative fire, but this time it's like literal. Well, there was the oh, Fresh like... Horrors device. Um, and we have mentioned California <laughs> being on fire year round, like since the start well, of the show, yeah. which is when it started doing that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it, it's interesting how uh, the whole world goes to hell in a handbasket in a bunch of different ways all at once. Although not really, because the reasons, therefore, are all connected and it's capitalism is bad basically yep and the uh, capitalism angle on it is uh, what's new and exciting this year in california's perpetual fire yeah uh pacific gas and electric which provides like uh, i'm gonna say lot. pg and e uh right now because my brain only knows it as that so i assume okay. there are other people who have <laughs> only been reading the acronym maybe Anyway, those people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those assholes. I wonder if they were part of the whole rolling blackouts thing when I was a freshman in college and Enron oh, was yeah. kind of fucking, yeah. Um, anyway, they had been or possibly have been uh, turning up. Well, I guess they still are um, because one of my friends who still lives in Southern California posted just the other day about how his whole neighborhood had their power shut off because... There was a fire on a hill, like one street over or something. And that's just how it is. And PG&E likes to shut off the power so that they can hopefully insulate themselves against lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so they basically told uh, everybody that, hey, we might shut your power off for like a few days or whatever, like real soon, like way too soon for you to adequately prepare for this, especially if you're a disabled person who needs certain electronic devices to live. Yeah. Um, so uh, just a little background on the litigation aspect of this is that our episode on them one or two years ago was about the fire that started due to sagging electrical lines. And since, I guess, the state also concluded that, they were fined large amounts of money, which is kind of counterproductive because I feel yeah. like the punishment should have been like, you have to bury your fucking power lines. Yeah, really, the state should have fined them. You could either find them to, like, pay for it yourself as the state, you know, like... Well, like, put yeah. it into a trust and force them to use it to actually make shit safe. Yeah. Because, like, I get that it's, like, a punitive measure and is supposed to deter them from the same bullshit in the future. But, A, it won't. Like, their primary motivation is always going to be making a profit, which they can't do if they do the required maintenance. Right. I mean, geez. <laughs> you can't. There's no, that's no way to make money. Yeah. Ironically slash ridiculously, yeah. uh, in their effort to shut off the power to prevent fires they discovered some more effects of not doing maintenance which is that they managed to cut power to the neighborhoods but not the transmission lines to the like down stepper transformer so that thing was still hot and the extremely mm -hmm. high voltage lines running to it uh which caused fires were still hot and caused said fire like Oopsie. Yeah. So they, they just, like, killed at least a few people. Yeah. <laughs> For nothing, really. And, you know, this is also kind of horrifying that, like, you'd think with, like, once you're outside the power plant, like, shutting things off 
would be easy because they should fail in the off direction. Ideally, put a fucking circuit breaker in there. Yeah, like how real, does it a real fail big one? <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think. I mean, I guess if you uh, are stupid. And <laughs> I mean, I guess so granted, as a software developer, sometimes I don't put in place a plan for, uh, you know, unexpected input. <laughs> I don't know. But then again, nothing burns down yeah. when my code has an unhandled exception. We can always roll back servers to minimize damage, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, that's the whole, uh, it didn't fall down, so it got a D <laughs> from our episode a while ago of it, which is that in addition to the stuff that just causes fires by design, uh, because it wasn't so dry when they built the... Uh, high-tension wires that now sag in the perpetual heat waves and uh, swing in the yeah. Santa Ana winds, which are also hot. One of my friends used to um, used to be the guy who went around uh, in a truck and, like, pointed to trees and said... That one. You need to... <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and it actually, like, I think he had just gotten out of that role or maybe he was still kind of just barely in it when the um, San Diego fires happened a couple years ago. Mm. So that was kind of a bummer. Like, probably, I mean, he, uh, <laughs> it's such a messed up thing. Like, there's just, uh, and people are real adversarial about it. Like, if you need to get onto somebody's property to, like, inspect the area around a, a power line to make sure it ain't gonna burn your shit down, like, I don't know, I would let that guy onto my property. I'd be like, yeah, I don't want my house to burn down. That would be a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, that job is kind of like from the era where there were seasons to this. But now it's <laughs> that's true. Yeah, now it's kind of like, uh, you know, painting the Golden Gate Bridge where it takes exactly 365 days. So you're never out of work. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it, it, it definitely was a continuous process just because there's so much California. Well, right. Um, and a ton of power running through it because, of course, you need to air condition all of it. Most of the time, uh, sometimes you need to heat and air condition in the same day, although to be fair, I've definitely done that here as well mm. uh, recently. But yeah, it basically hasn't rained in a decade, <laughs> except for every now and then you'll get like one ginormous rain event and yep. then all the houses slide down the hill because yep. the hill burned uh, last year and the year before and the year before, uh, which makes you know, the ground a lot slidier because there aren't as many plants kind of anchoring it in place. Yeah, and uh, ash is, uh, ha has mild hydrophobic effects. Like, uh, water gets absorbed into wet ground, ironically, faster than uh, bone dry ground. Well, up to a point anyway, yeah. as my front yard could attest. <laughs> of course, it actually rains here kind of a lot. It's kind of annoying. Like, as somebody who, like, it was it was on like rainy days uh, were unusual enough that I had some coworkers who would call in sick when it was raining, mm -hmm. like they'd have a tummy ache, and you could do that yeah. because we were state employees. The stakes were low. We got a ton of sick time. I think we got ten hours a month or something, so, and and it never expired. So you know, by the time I left, I had hundreds of hours of sick time. Not that that did me any good. You can only cash in vacation, not sick. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I probably but, um, have a couple hundred days by now. <laughs> yeah, I don't because <laughs> I don't I think I get like eight a year and they don't carry over. 
<laughs> which kind of sucks if you get sick more than that. But I haven't. So eh, fingers crossed. I, I you know, I, I had to take those couple days when my appendix got all mad. But <laughs> but yeah, like and that was in I moved away in 2011 uh, and things were already getting pretty bad. And they got just so much worse after I left. Yeah. It wasn't my fault, though. I did not take the rain with me. <laughs> but it, it's like we spent the last decade not doing anything about it. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We've tried nothing, and we're all out of ideas. Uh, and it's so frustrating that that's the case. <laughs> Although the president is pretty sure that they could just, like, have more water. Like, they could just, like, have some. And also, if they could, like, clean up the forests, like, come on. Yeah. Uh, but meanwhile, they also uh, gutted the national agency <laughs> that uh, studies <laughs> wild and uh, man-made accidental fires. Yeah. Isn't it funny how when you defund these federal agencies like the FDA, like all of a sudden people are shitting their brains out whenever they eat spinach? Like, oh. what a funny coincidence. Yeah, or when you turn the uh, uh, FEMA off, uh, they don't respond <laughs> to Katrina because they have like... One guy in one van, and it's in the wrong state. Yeah, and the people in charge are just buddies. Right. <laughs> like your golf buddies mm -hmm. who don't actually know anything, and it's, everything's bad. <laughs> like, we have the power to mitigate so much disaster, but do everything in our power not to. We have money. We have money in this. We have so much money, and we could have so much more. If we tax billionaires just a little bit, we would have so much money. We could totally do all of the things that we need to be doing, but we just don't. You know, a bunch of rich fuckers don't feel like it. And, you know, if their houses burn down, no biggie, they'll build a new one. Or if the air is kind of unpleasant, they'll just jet across the country to whatever, and it'll be they'll be fine. So they think it's fine. Like, well, why didn't they just leave? Like, why are people just staying if the air is so bad? Yeah, so a specific example was that Lake Tahoe is, I guess, a not-this-time-of-year destination. I don't know. Is it ski stuff? It's more of a, yeah, it's more of a wintry kind of, which is weird because Californians, like, panic at the sight of snow, but it snows there. I don't know. Uh, I, or I think or maybe people they, go in, like, just... summer and winter. It's like a breaks kind of thing, but not, like, mid-October. Oh, maybe it has, like, a nice lake or, I mean, being Lake Tahoe. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a big one. I meant, you know, it's like recreationally useful. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. That's just something to look if, at. And some people actually live there. Like, I knew somebody who used to live, who was, like, born and raised there. But it's a little odd. It's it's a tourist destination. Yeah, uh, but, which means it's expensive. Uh, right. So that's Very. Uh, where you go if you have the money to both stay there and get there. Hmm. Another thing you can do if you're a little more one uh, to two percenty. You know, buy the $800 air filter that sponsors pol uh, podcasts that aren't ours. <laughs> well, neither of us lives in a place that's currently on fire, so I guess that's okay. I, mean, I think it, it does allergies as well. It does seem a little bit, I don't know. I, I'm not willing I, to chance the price tag for the couple days a year I have allergy problems. No. Also, like, are we really going to? I mean, obviously we are. Yes. The answer to this question yes, yes. is... Is clearly yes, but we are. Are we going to go in a direction where only the rich have breathable air? Yeah. Like, isn't this isn't this getting a little bit total recall? I mean, yes, of course, that is absolutely what we're doing in the direction that we're heading in, and the people who should have our best interests at heart do not, uh, because they have the best interests of the rich at heart. Because you know, 
<laughs> That's how you stay in power. And once you're in power, your sole motivation is to stay there. Yeah. But we're, I mean, so like as a population, we're kind of culpable too, because like everybody complains about, oh, Congress is a bunch of idiots. But like you ask them about their specific congressman, like, oh, she's great. I love her. Or more usually him, because like people love men more than they love women. That's just how it is. Um, <laughs> even though like <laughs> they're totally one of the idiots. But like, well, no, that's my moron. It's he's he's gotten some very questionable spending for this area specifically. So that's cool. That's why I specifically try to poop on uh, Frank Pallone and uh, uh, Cory Booker as often as I find appropriate because they are both Democrats that suck. Yeah, mine's just a, I mean, it's he's a Virginia white guy, whatever. He's like average. <laughs> he, unlike the governor and the lieutenant governor, he hasn't had a scandal in the past six months. High by Virginia standards, I guess. Mm, indeed. The old South. No blackface that we know yeah. of. <laughs> Yet. Uh, and... The, the other kind of class warfare we have besides, you know, hoping the poor just, you know, die off from breathing smog in their <laughs> literal tent cities and uh, Walmart, Walmart parking lots. Mm. The other people that we as a society wish, you know, would just die already, like, come on, uh, is anyone who is in that awful line of kind of sort of disabled based on who's giving the definition at the time. In hospitals, there's this thing called triage, which follows the literal definition of the word where you figure out who needs to be tended to in what matter with what expediency in such a way that best utilizes your staff and doesn't like let bleed, uh, let someone bleed out because like someone with a sniffle <laughs> was ahead of them in line. You know, that kind of. Not that that never happens. I mean. You always see somebody with a diamond tennis bracelet kind of waltzing. I, although I, to be honest, I didn't when I was in the ER, although it wasn't very crowded either. It was actually a very nice ER experience. <laughs> I mean, aside from the reason that I was there, but, you know, other than that. <laughs> of course, I live in one of the wealthiest yeah. counties in the United States. So, you know, that might be a factor. I'm I'm the rich. <laughs> yeah, as a white sort of. lady in that zip code, they have to assume you have some angry money behind you. Yeah, like they <laughs> thought maybe I'm just pregnant, but you know. <laughs> aside from that, aside from having to wait literally in a hallway for a CT scan because they needed to get the results of a pregnancy, I'm like I'm on two forms of birth control. <laughs> it's extremely unlikely, but you know whatever. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the hospitals uh, rightly filled up with the most vulnerable people in terms of, you know, like, just like beds and places in the hallway where they could be stuck because the hospitals were supposed to continue having power, whether that was through the systems actually working correctly or just their own generators. That's not part of today's story. <laughs> um, but if you're someone who gets to live at home but requires... Uh, continuous uh, treated air, like even if you live in clean air, rather than buying a bunch of oxygen tanks that you go through on a daily basis and having to deal with that whole thing, there are electronic devices that use the air in, in the air um, and do exactly what needs to be done with it in terms of humidity and uh, cleaning um, before throwing it up your nose. <laughs> right. So that so that you can live. Yeah, because otherwise, like your lungs don't like inflate depending on what you have. But again, you're just 
home-ridden, you're not hospital-ridden, and you've called around, and the hospitals say, like, uh, we're literally full, and you are not dying enough. <laughs> not quite. Yeah. Call us back when you are, yeah. though. You know, you're in the situation. PG&E has said, uh, in one to three days, we'll shut off your power for one to three days, or maybe 14. We don't know. We're not quite sure. Um, you've already tried every hospital you can think of. And you've also tried every source of physical oxygen tanks you can think of because, you know, without power, you got to go back to ye old analog oxygen. Right. The kind that explodes sometimes. Yeah. Mostly if you smoke, but, you know, it's a risk. Yeah. So in addition to it being uh, hard to get your hands on because it's no longer the preferred method of treatment... When there's a run on it because of a thing like this, it's even harder to get your hands on it. And you can't like, you know, well, you know, it's California and there's, you know, uh, 2,500 miles of America to the right of it. <laughs> you can't just go to where you can find it because depending on your machine, their power requirements are between 60 and 600 watts continuously not you know like spikes up and down you know like uh, computer cpus now and they're you know rated with you know just question marks and ranges uh, like it like <laughs> pulls 600 watts like it's a space heater it's doing hard work to be fair i mean yeah so unless you like already have an rv with a uh thousand watt inverter on it or, you know, a hybrid with sufficient battery and you've already tapped into the uh, uh, downward inverter on your good ones, except the Ford Fusion, <laughs> which don't mm -hmm. have this thing. Or just wired directly into the car battery. But make sure you turn the car on before you use it, because if you used a car battery and a homebrew inverter <laughs> to power something of 600 watts, you'd get like 10 minutes to an hour yeah. maybe car batteries aren't really designed for sustained load that is also like the most you can get out of a single unit ups if you just happen to have one uh you know it's kind of the 10 minutes gives you enough time to live to go grab <laughs> your physical oxygen tanks like you know if you're awake the second the power goes off um and you will be even if you're sleeping because you know the whole your lungs collapsing on you thing might be kind of jarring yeah you you probably will notice that. Yeah. So, you know, you have 10 minutes to live and not really any backup. Because even if you have an ass load of batteries or a generator, without these specific times from PG&E, it's like waiting for a hurricane when they could give you <laughs> a freaking time, like, right on the dot. So you don't want to, like, start the generator and leave it running for 12 hours because you're just burning through your fuel supply that you don't know how long it, that needs to last. You know, same for batteries. Mm. And so uh, the deaths that have occurred have been the case of someone who uh, couldn't find room in a hospital and just died during the switch. You know, the generator wasn't already running or, you know, it ha this all happened sooner than planned. Uh, and it's just tragic. And the, the worst part is that, like, the follow-up story is, like, they didn't die of their lungs collapsing. It was a cardiac event. 
Right. I'm sure that was totally fucking unrelated. Yeah. Like your lungs, like you already know that like, you know, this device like keeps you literally alive uh, and it is powered by electricity, which you have been told is going to go off. I can't imagine that you're you're doing quite well in the (laughs) heart department at that. Yeah, that might be a wee touch stressful. Right. So when the event does occur, like, I don't know that you could have the wherewithal to actually do the thing you know thank god this these were up to families uh with these people but even then that wasn't enough because like like the power going off and you know just the machine probably angrily beeping because (laughs) they do that when the power goes off uh like i could see how that could like be a fatal heart attack i mean that's gonna give you a pretty major squirt of anxiety like and if your heart is already not in great shape because you have chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, like you can see how that would, could could definitely precipitate a pulmonary event. It's uh, not that wild a stretch of the imagination, right? You know, it's just yeah. And uh, we previously mentioned the uh, calico cat analogy, where it's not useful to say actually. There is a one in 10 billion possibility (laughs) of a male calico uh, coat pattern cat. These deaths were caused by the situation. And the situation, it was man-made in more ways than one. In all the ways, really. I mean, yeah. would there be no fires if there weren't humans? Well, no, there would be some, but... We've really done a number on this planet. I mean, not only have we disrupted every ecosystem, but... You know, we pumped so much damn carbon into the air. We've stopped it raining. We've made it hot. It's like we've we've done a real good job of fucking ourselves over. Yeah. So I don't know how long we'll have to keep doing this episode as a tradition. I mean, I guess as long as there's a new angle on it every year. Yeah. The whole um, let them eat cake uh, electricity aspect of it was sure an interesting twist. Uh, note that the... Um, California tech companies, which get their power by a different distribution system, were not affected by the shutdowns. So you'd think that maybe, I don't know, Google and Apple could let people plug in their CPAP machines or something, like open up a wing or something. I don't know, help people out. But as far as we know, they didn't. They had power the whole time, but you can't just let anybody into your building to to use your electricity just to survive. I mean, geez. Yeah, I know. How ridiculous would that be? Um, but yeah, no, that, Although, that is a really good point. You know, like Apple has their campus, you know, that they claim is 100% renewable. We'll see how that works when the grid's shut off and you can't do your fucking offsets. Oh, they're contributing money to fight fires in California now. <laughs> Isn't that just precious? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, everyone went to work during all of this. Everyone's been going to work in their air-treated campus. And they haven't, you know, instead of letting people stay home using their uh, private bus fleet to pick up anyone they could you know like it's just business as usual at some point yeah you have to like you could pretend you're one of the good guys but (laughs) at some point you have to put up or shut up and frustratingly today uh, apple comes out with this plan to something something california housing crisis which is like which will be its own episode because oh good (laughs) yeah and, you know, not to pick on Apple specifically, any of them could have done it. They all have, you know, uh, hostile work environments where no one's allowed to be remote until you've been there for like 45 years. <laughs> right. And then they'll think, then you can have a Friday. Yeah. 
So all that, you know, office space in the Bay Area with tons of power and all the public transportation still running, you know, despite it being clearly a state of emergency, just, you know, everything's, you know, normal, like, uh, during, uh, the Sandy aftermath and <laughs> the day of, like, while it was hitting, you know, I got the week off before it hit because being part of a public university, the state declares a state of emergency, their response is, oh, okay, I guess we're closed. <laughs> right. But like Starbucks doesn't necessarily feel the same way. Yeah. <sighs> People will still need coffee. Right. And, you know, the state of emergency language is always, you know, like, don't be on the roads unless you are part of emergency crews. But everyone's job is still open and you have to weigh that. Will I get fired if I don't? come to my stupid Amazon warehouse job? Uh, and the answer, of course, is yes, because... Uh, Absolutely, you uh, will. One uh, thing I did notice, well... <laughs> so, uh, Halo 4's launch day was when I and most of New Jersey didn't have power, uh, but my <laughs> game showed up right on time. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so did uh, my iPad mini, I think. It was a fun week of, like, getting stuff, and it's like... Well, you can use it for a little while. Yeah. Maybe not the Halo. Pretty sure that, you know, if UPS is running, it should only be, like, handling orders of, like, I don't know, batteries and gauze. Yeah. I mean, I guess, to be, to be fair, they don't know what's in those boxes from Amazon. Maybe it's, you know, chock full of Band-Aids, but eh, odds are. Yeah. So, yeah. Fuck capitalism. Like, it, it's now, <laughs> like, way, way less transparent than ever that, uh, you know, it... There are the undesirables who would be more convenient if, you know, they just died. And these man-made disasters are a great way to go about that. It's not that anyone wants them to die. It's just that nobody very much cares if they do. Yeah, I, I wrote down in here that the deaths weren't technically from lack of power, but from lack of empowerment by anyone vulnerable to take care of themselves. You know, the asinine libertarian mindset of it all. Mm. In a blue state. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the real, why didn't they just? And it's like, well, where shall I start? Yeah. 